This podcast may contain swearing, adult themes and other general grown-up content. If this is not for you, please turn off your device now. Well, it is great to be back with a brand new episode of the Beyond Canal Park podcast. Series 6 really is turning into an almost monthly pod. My apologies on that front, but uh, my days are really flying by. Uh, Bringing you something a little bit different today in the form of a local author of the soon-to-be-released book Leather Balls, Whistles, Studs and Scarves. It is, of course, Mr Graham Giles. He talks to me uh, about how his passion for football and his waning interest in his once-beloved Aberdeen led him to travel the length and breadth of the country, visiting football's oft-forgotten backwaters and then venturing into Europe. A fascinating journey, which rekindled both a love of the football game, but also kept spirits up in an otherwise dark time in his life. Graham has a fascinating story to tell, with a few near misses and scrapes along the way. And here's what he had to say. Joining me on the Beyond Canal Park podcast today, after another wee break due to reasons, is a man who has literally travelled the length and breadth of Scotland to keep his love for the beautiful game alive. He's now making his way through the continent as well, but still keeps that passion for Highland League and lower league Scottish football alive. Not content with sharing his exploits on Twitter, he's now become a published author, with his book Leather Balls, Whistles, Studs and Scarves out soon. A warm welcome to the show to Mr Graham Giles. How are you doing this evening, Graham? I'm good, thank you. Uh, pleasure to be here. Grant, uh, are you a listener of the show? I think I, you do, you often I, message I, me anyway. I, I will. <laughs> not just say I wasn't a podcaster until Aye. I was into this. Okay. Um, obviously, seeing the, the people you had on, Aye. I thought, oh, Highland League player, so I started listening, and that was actually your podcast that got me into listening to podcasts. Aye. Well... So. Good. <laughs> Aye, all good. Um, and uh, thanks for coming out on a, on a cold February night all the way from Melbourne to the studio. So uh, thanks for that. Time was better in person. Aye, exactly. Yeah, I get <laughs> yeah. a, a face to the, the voice. That's I've been it, listening to, so. uh-huh. My voice probably changes as soon as I start on this mic, though, does it? Uh, Nothing really. <laughs> <A> bit posher. <laughs> uh, plenty of tales, uh, tales to tell us over the next hour, though. Aye, plenty. Aye. plenty. Without ruining the book, I could still. Ah, uh-huh, good. Uh, well, well, you might want to tell them all because we want folk to buy the book. Um, now, I deliberately resisted the urge to call you uh, a ground hopper in the introduction because I know that's a term that you despise. So, how would you describe yourself? I'm just a football fan. Aye. And, like, the travelling about came from. Like, I was watching Aberdeen and it became a chore. Aye. And, like, football wasn't a pleasure. The season ticket wasn't a pleasure. So, that kind of. Mm-hmm. It's under the McInnes era. Aye. And then eventually, Jake started coming with me as well. Mm-hmm. And I tried him at the Aberdeen games. He did three home games, one away. That was enough. And that was it. He went, but when Aberdeen were away, because I wouldn't take him away games usually, aye, because yes. it's, a bit, it's a bit more, mm-hmm. you know... Lively. Lively, let's call it. Aye. There's a bit more effing and blinding, and uh-huh. it's all in close quarters, drunkenness, etc. So it's aye. a bit... So I was taking him to juniors and Highland League. And, okay, aye. And even lower league. Like went aye. down to Albion Rovers early oh, in his, his uh, years. So he turned around to me one day and said... That's it. Fair I don't want to go to the, mm-hmm. the big games anymore. Can we just go to little ones? We so. should uh, also say that uh, Jake is in the studio with us, so we will be in our best behaviour. <laughs> I'll have to behave myself. It's usually me that ends up Aye. swearing. He's got headphones on, Aye. but I will we'll be in our best behaviour. <laughs> um, anyway, I was like my guest to, to take my back to 
for the love of football began for them for for you got involved in football and because I, I believe you did uh, play as well as watch. Aye, um, I was born in an Aberdeen sporting family. Abdi sports Aberdeen. My dad, my brother was already a fan. He's old, few years older than me. Mm-hmm. My granddad lived around the corner. He was a season ticket holder. My cousin lived around the corner. Aye. So everyone was an Aberdeen fan. So eventually ended up going to Pataudry. First game was Dunfermline, 1991 it was. Okay. And it kind of intertwined with playing as well, because I started playing, mm. it was a Sunday, so I'd watch on a Saturday, play Aye, on a okay. Sunday. So um, I was born in, well I wasn't born there, but I was raised in Ellen. Okay. And uh, I just played juveniles right through mm-hmm. Ellen. And obviously when that changed, I think it's about under 13s, it goes to Saturday. Mm. Season tickets went, but it tied in with my brother starting Aye. a job as well, so walked, stopped, my dad stopped mm-hmm. at the same time. Uh, so I played away there, juveniles, and then went to juniors, and then went back to amateurs, because my dad became a secretary at Ellen Thistle. Oh, so I mm-hmm. played for them. It was injury kind of cut you short a bit, was it? I was about 28. Aye. And that, the thing was, I never really got injured. Nah. And then I got a really bad one. And that was it. it. I had to get like an ankle rebuild and all that. And obviously being off your work, I was on shore at Aye, the time, so yeah. being off your work, it's hitch in the pocket so did I read though that your uh, your writing career began back then starting with match reports and the likes yeah, that's right <laughs> something you yeah, always enjoyed aye well I did it just for a laugh because aye. the match reports were done by the guy Titchy Burney mm. and he's obviously watching the match and he's not really you know he's getting more involved he's yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bell and Thistle so <laughs> I thought I'll do them for you and oh Used to get a right laugh off of that. Some of, some of the stuff I used to do the paper. different sides. I got a good cake. I try to slip a few things into uh, them and I like mark them a bit funny. But some of the other teams didn't enjoy it. Like. Uh, yeah, well, I can't remember what team it was, but one of them messaged the club saying, I am number eight for such and such. How dare you call me rotund? <laughs> that was what I remember. That's quite polite way of putting uh, it, really. I know. But I used to, we used to drink, we were sponsored by the Bridge Bar in LA, Oh, I. And the guy, like the locals in there, they used to, you know, credit me for the, the this is my, my weekly laugh, this. Golly, golly. That was good, good fun, that. But that's, that's the real start of it. But mm-hmm. some, I, I went to, my brother was a cartoonist for the Red Final, oh, the yeah. Aberdeen mm-hmm. fanzine. Mm-hmm. And they did a cup special for the 2014 League Cup Final, aye. Parkhead. Oh, aye. And they just wanted people's stories from cup finals over the years. Mm. So I started, I put one in there, yeah, no, no. and that was me. I was in the red final until it stopped. Ah, quality. So I got like, maybe, what, what year did Scott Brown sign for Aberdeen? Two years ago. So uh, up, up up until two years ago, the red final, I was right okay. through. Ah, brilliant. If, well, it was every issue. Ah, so something you've had a passion for as well. Ah, aye. But I, I read a lot as well, so I, I think that helps. I read a lot. Aye. Oh, aye. Definitely. But uh, also, it was at Euro goals in football Italia. You, you like to spread your wings and watch as well, other than Scottish football. Uh, that was it. From a <laughs> young, young age. Then, aye. It was, uh, Channel 4. Aye. Uh, Gazette on a Saturday morning, Italian football. But then you had, remember the old Sky? Mm-hmm. Uh, B Sky B. Aye. aye. And, uh, <laughs> Eurosport must have been about Channel 6 or something. And Euro goals and that. And I used to tape it every time it was on. So oh, like, three times a week, I'd have the same one. You know, I, I'd just watch it again. I could tell you who was the starting eleven for you know, Rio Vallecano back then. Or <laughs> that was magic. I used to be sick of religion and Stato Angus Lockman. Oh, he did a lot of the commentary as well. Aye, he was a. Uh, that was great days. That. Brilliant. That's it, and that's when there wasn't 
that wasn't as much fit. I almost think it's too much football in the box now. Yeah, like, I think so. To really appreciate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you appreciate every bit of football you got. Exactly. And I think that made, I think Italian football is lucky. We still watch it now and mm-hmm. Jake's right in it. Aye. And uh, I think at the time, because you only got the English football, Scottish football and the Italian football mm-hmm. and the occasional international or whatever, the Italian football was glamorous. It, it was, a, you know, it was something in your appreciate. That 90s period, the best players in the world were there. Ah, exactly. So, but cool. now you can watch anything. You could be sitting watching ah, Dutch football. You, could be, you can get it all online yeah, if you really want to. Yeah, exactly. It's almost too much. Uh, you said you'd always been a, a Don's fan and you were, you were following home away and abroad, I think ah. you said. Um, there must have been some some real highs and some crushing lows in that, in that period watching Aberdeen. Well, I was born in 84, mm-hmm. so... You missed the best of it. <laughs> ah, exactly. By the time I started going, it was, well, uh-huh. Alex Smith was manager when I started, uh-huh. and then Willie Miller. And to start with, Willie Miller's teams played some brilliant mm-hmm. football, and they were unlucky not to win uh-huh. stuff. And obviously, the 95 season happened. He went. Mm. I tell you what, I think we would have stayed up if he stayed as manager. I think, so, but, uh, uh-huh. I think we would have stayed up. And anyway, that league was so tight. It was, uh-huh. I was that when they won the playoff? Uh-huh. Aye. Dunfermline, was it? Aye, Aye. And uh, I think we would have stayed up. You never know what would have happened the next season, but uh, since, since then it's just been constantly down. Constantly down. Aye, a few cup finals in that day as well, though, was there? Back then, that was a bit before me. Like my, my first cup, cup final was 95. 95, cup, aye. Uh, Coca Cola Cup final, Roy Aiken. Okay, aye. That was all, aye. Dundee? Aye, Dundee. Aye, aye. And I remember it was all about Neil McCann's going to be magic, he, <laughs> he's going to cause a cup shock, and Stuart McKimmy. Still got him in his pocket now. Aye, aye. So, uh, <laughs> um, he, so eventually, I guess it was a, a gradual disillusionment with Aberdeen then over the. Well, uh, it kind of see. I there was a how do you put it? Uh, like an acceptance of mediocrity came mm. into the club, aye. and like Derek McInnes was doing enough to. Aye. You know, the, the third and fourth was enough. Ah, exactly. Yeah. Aiming for a third and fourth and getting beaten a cup final was good mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking to win the league because it's not going to happen. Yeah. But we could have won cups. Yeah. We could have won a double under him, and he blew it big mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, I genuinely believe as well. In one of the Ronnie years, I'm saying we couldn't win the league. We could have won the league that year. Aye, even Rangers were out the league. You think? Aye. Mm-hmm. Because there was the year we went to Parkhead and we got cuffed and we were coming off the back of about a 14 unbeaten run right. in the league and he changed his formation yeah. and got pumped at Parkhead. So yeah. I win that game and that was a different season. So, so that was kind of the beginning of the end. Aye. <laughs> and then the whole going to Rangers thing as well, to soul search after it and not aye. do his day job, that got him a go. And it's not just because it was Rangers. He took time off his work mm-hmm. to think about another job. So aye. how committed are you? I get that. I get that. It's never really improved since McInnes, though, is it? No, I know. But but the thing was, to get rid. Well, I'd given up my season ticket. I gave up my season ticket in eighteen nineteen, and he had his worst season. Well, it was going to be his worst season. Aye. In nine. Well, the COVID season, the COVID cut off season, Mm -hmm. because he never had his worst season because he he was kind of saved by. (laughs) But between that season and the following season, he only won thirty games in eight. 31 and 80, uh, 80 games. It's so not really good enough, is to it? To get rid of him. So we haven't changed from then, really. No. It's still like a 30% win record almost right through till the uh, present day. Uh, 
So it's just so it's season technical bend. I mean, uh, I can hear some groans from fans who might suggest that you stick with your, your team through thick and thin. What would you say to them? Uh, well, fair enough. If that's what you <laughs> want to do, that's fine. But there was other factors, like I've said, Jake could start Aye. coming as well. So and he'd wanted to go to little games. Aye. So my, my last game on that season ticket, well, wouldn't it have been? It would have been a ticket because it was a cup game. But we Aye. played Rangers at home. Drew one all, and the fans were celebrating it on Merkland Road as if it was a win. Aye. And I was just like, I'm done with this. Aye. That's that, a, that's attitude, the, uh, the mediocre attitude yeah, you were talking and, about. And that, that's when like his words came into me, and mm. I just thought to myself, you know what? Aye. He's right. The little games are better. Yeah. The book will tell that, and mm-hmm. where we've been, obviously, it covers more than just the little games. But aye, aye, grand. So. Uh, the Highland League was kind of the catalyst to, to lead you away for sort of professional football in Petaudry every Saturday. Aye. Including a special day at Keith, was it? Aye, that was, a, that was, a, that was the first team. <laughs> so um, if it happened there. <laughs> well, uh, we decided, me and my mate decided, right, we'll go away because I had a bit of rubbish at home, let's say. Uh, and uh, my mate says, look, we'll go away. Aye. We'll find somewhere on the train. We'll have a few beers. It. Aberdeen were on the TV at Dundee. Oh, aye. So, well, so we'll get our lunch, watch that, and then go out and just have a day in the lash. Aye. And I told my brother. So my brother told me, uh, he told his mates, so there's a pile of them coming for Aberdeen. Aye, aye. We'd meet them at Inverurie. My brother wasn't there because he'd slept in, which he's got a habit of doing for anything. <laughs> and then it was just a mess. It was just a constant, you know, but it was really friendly. Like aye. we were in the Yugi House Hotel, and the one oh, right there was giving us free drink, and then we were in. Yeah, the plough, uh-huh. uh, the plough, and Isla Vale were there after the game, oh, and they were right. giving us their sandwiches and their soup and that, <laughs> and it just turned in. And when you're trying to stash a carry out in a bush and try to work out which bush is the most subtle <laughs> to get into a pub, you know your night's head in somewhere, uh-huh. and that carry out ended up in the pub anyway. <laughs> we just told them to put it behind the bar, and that was it. But fell asleep in the train, woke up in Aberdeen, lost my phone. <laughs> Signs of a good night. Aye, but the, well, I did. For, I was lucky because the phone was in the train station on the Sunday. Oh. But uh, aye, it was it was the manner of the football, and aye. it doesn't matter how many beers I had, I could remember it. I think Brora beat Keith six two, mm-hmm. but Keith never gave up, and yep. the football was like a throwback. It was like aye. you know, it was a cut up pitch, the you know, <laughs> the smell of cigars. It was just there was something mm-hmm. that throwback about it. I thought that was brilliant. On the train on the way back, we says, "Oh, we should do that like three times a season. Start of the season, uh-huh. Christmas time, end the season." But I was like, "No, nah, I would do the whole Every league week. as <laughs> soon as possible." I'd, <laughs> been, a, I'd been a few, but aye, aye. so I got around them all. And about well, if you take away my work and Petaudry being mm-hmm. uh, priority at the time, I did it in about three months. Okay, brilliant. So it was mess weeks away aye. somewhere midweekers because it was the right time of year as well. Like there's a lot of midweekers then. Ah, so okay. I got Clark away midweek. I got Fort William away midweek. <laughs> Forest away midweek. Just so, yourself? Or you, aye, yeah, you just some, aye. A couple of times my brother came, but aye. I did Brora myself, Wick myself. <laughs> Fort William, my brother was there, though. Aye. So was that the first challenge you can set yourself? I will go for a Highland League. Aye, but it was the whole getaway of it. Aye. Like it was like a mental thing where. Aye, you forget everything, about yeah, life for a, forgot about an everything. Yeah, and life just disappeared, and Aye, and that's where the I don't like the whole ground hopper thing because that's not what it's about. It's no. about that escapism, and it's Aye. about you know just speaking to random people you'll never speak to again. 
You know, it just happened. <laughs> he must have met some characters in, the, oh, aye, in that been, league for sure. Oh, I definitely are some <laughs> cracking people in the pubs. Devon Vale, you might know them, but I can't, I can't mind their names. I went to okay. Devon Vale on my own, but you can get the bus from Eldrum. Aye. Mm-hmm. So jumped off the bus in the middle of Banff, and on the main street there was a pub, and I walked in, I thought, nah, it doesn't look like my type of place. So I went around to Market <laughs> Arms. Oh, aye. Mm-hmm. And, eh, uh, Hull were on the TV, but I can't mind who they were playing. But I'm just sitting there with my paper having a pint. And there's three Almanis looking at me, looking at me, looking at <laughs> what me. Are you? Oh, you're in my seat. Aye. <laughs> and then eventually it came over and says, oh, it must be tough being a Rothis fan. I was like, I'm not a Rothis fan. I'm just here for the football. Like, I'm <laughs> just as a random. All right. So we started speaking away. And come to the game with us. All right, no bother. So I went to the game with them, watched it. Half time, the boys on the phone. He said, Graham, you want another pint of uh, red stripe? I was like, aye, all right. Then it came out, I thought it was like upstairs yeah. in the stand or something. Yeah. Back to the market. Aye, back to <laughs> half time, back to the pub. Pints are sick. Like, yeah. stand sitting on the bar. Magic. So ended up back in Princess Royal after. And then after that, well, I planned on getting a bus at about six. So I uh-huh. didn't get a bus till one of the guys was from Macduff. Okay. And he goes, I can your bus times because it's my buses. Uh, he says, just five, uh, so he says, uh, just. Just there was, I was, I didn't get home, about nine, and then I had to jump off the bus about two miles from Eldrum, because I was bursting for a piss. <laughs> so I ended up walking down the side of the road for two miles. That was a good day, that, but the three well, guys must have been about 180 between them, maybe more, but they were diehards, like they uh, said. But I can't mind their name. One was called George, he was the one from Macduff, but the okay. other two I can't mind. A lot of Georges. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, all the names. So, uh, far really impression the Highland League for, in terms of standards on and off the pitch. Uh, on the pitch, Bucky were mm. magic. Chris yeah. Angus was up front for them then. He at that time yeah. he was unplayable. Oh, yeah. Like he was brilliant. Um, but Brora, Brora uh, or something that else. That was like, the period for they were. Aye. They were really good. Yeah, Dale Gillespie, aye. Richie Britton had just signed for them. For, uh, okay. Uh, Ross County, County season before. Mm-hmm. Aye. Um, Digger McLean was there. And there was a boy, oh, what was his name? Wee boy winger, Andy Gregg. Greg, uh, uh, he ended up at For Martin, but he was, mar- he was a bit, I would say he was the best player. Best player you've seen in oh, Ireland. Aye. aye. That season, he was just aye. immense. And that season, for some reason, the way I picked my games, I saw Brora a lot. It was just aye, the way okay. it landed. Aye, they like, were the, the away team. The away team is always, okay. always seemed to be Brora or Rothis. <laughs> so there's a, there's a big difference. Aye, aye. So yeah. off the pitch, we did a corporate at Rothis. Oh, aye. And they were served their winding up order the year before. Oh, that's right, aye. And they... Uh, like you could see how welcome that whatever it was five hundred quid between the ten of us aye, was, and aye. aye, they were they loved having us there, and they were absolutely brilliant with us. Okay, aye, we, we did a Broch uh, hospitality one year, Bellsley. It was uh, it was a goodie. <laughs> you get well treated there. Aye, well I've got a mate. It's uh, uh, it's been there before, and he says they just basically stand next to your table as soon as your glass is empty. That's it. Boom, Pretty much unlimited. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> they great for the bus. I'm like. Aye. <laughs> so obviously Highland League, you scratched all them off. So fun did, fun did you start looking further afield? Do you were thinking uh, Highland League was not enough? Um, well, it kind of it was it during the Highland League because mm-hmm. we would have nipped. Uh, or would it have been? No, I'm lying. Actually, I, no, it was during like because I, I started thinking I'll do the forty two now from the lower because okay. I've done like pretty much most of the championship and most mm-hmm. of the. 
uh, Premier. So Aye. I thought, I'll, I'll do the like Albion Rovers and that. So Aye. Jake started coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that turned into, you know, going to Cumnick and the juniors down in Ayrshire, <laughs> leaving at, you know, half seven in the morning Aye. to get to a game and that. And it just sp- spiralled for there. And it turned Aye. into like days out Aye. rather than just Aye. the football. So it was, we'd do something in the Day morning, suit, lunch, go to the game. And we just started going, it didn't matter which direction we went in, whether it was east of Scotland, west of Scotland. We went up north, we'd be to and stuff. Oh, so brilliant. Just, I and it, from there, I've just, you know, ignited a love for football again. And that was something that totally lacked at Pataudry. Football wasn't a chore anymore. Aye. Football was... Aye, you were just going out of duty every yeah. week, but you weren't really yeah. enjoying it. Aye, I wasn't enjoying it. And I was loving mm-hmm. football again. I was totally loving it. And I was loving, you know, the, the fatherhood part. The, mm-hmm. it, it, even just You'd this... Bonder. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Just seeing the different parts of the country as well, Aye. you know, and you know, part for him, like you know, going to owl sanctuaries, uh-huh. and, you know, birds of prey places, zoos, whatever, and it, uh, it was all great, all Aye. great. And then, you meet, and then you meet the people as well, like you were saying, like, and <laughs> obviously at the time, like he's been going since he was three. Aye. So you've got a kid that even at eight year old now. Mm-hmm. He's an icebreaker in himself, it, aye, aye. so aye. people will speak to you because he's there. People probably wouldn't have spoke to you mm. if you were on you were your own. Or aye. Yeah. And you get it. it's usually Almanis, and he takes his yellow ball <laughs> with him. So you know you've got like seventy-year Almanis having kickabouts kick with him and stuff. Aye. Just <laughs> brilliant. brilliant, brilliant, love it. I, you touched it in your book, and you, you mentioned it. I just knew that the, the move in the fallen lower league kind of came at a, a darker time in your life, and that it, it really has helped your mental health. Maybe aye, being absolutely. A, yeah, and it was, it was right at a bad time where mm-hmm. well, a lot of stuff was going wrong, like uh, failed marriage, uh, and at the same time as well, just after he was, well, he was young at the time, mm-hmm. uh, unemployment, uh, and uh, it was the oil recession, uh, Okay, partly to do with that, and I lost I'd my job, I was unemployed for about 10 months, got a job, uh, waited for a visa to get the new job, <laughs> And then the company that I got it, we lost the contract. Oh, so I had to start the whole process again, you know uh, what I mean? So just nightmare. massive Aye. drag of that. So it got you through in a positive kind of way, really? Yeah, it did. Aye. It did. Yeah. And that, that was the Highland League. That I was mm-hmm. just, and I'll, I, I say the Highland League's the best league in the world. I, I believe it is to watch. Aye. I genuinely believe that. Aye. But I'll never forget that, that going period. around mm-hmm. them all that period. And it was all down to the Highland League that, you know, I don't know. I could have went and Aye. drank. Right. I mean, okay, I did to an extent, like, but <laughs> you broke it up with trips. I, I, bro- I, exactly, I wasn't just sitting in the pub all day watching yeah, Jeff Sterling getting steaming no. and remembering the score. So I was, you know, I was kind of being productive. Yeah, and yeah. That, that was my escapism. So, and uh, you must have seen some sights in some of the lower league grounds. There must be some eye opening things happen, like the, the old dog in the pitch. But oh, yeah, <laughs> there I, must be yeah. there must be some funny things happening oh, at some of that grounds. Yeah. There was uh, Hurlford, the walking in the gate. It's like this place stinks. A piss. What's that? Oh, gee whiz! What's that? And it was the pipes had burst in the toilet. But the way it came down the hill was uh, right to the gate. So oh, you magic. had to walk through piss to get into the place. Of <laughs> um, uh, in my time, been doing Edinburgh. I, I did a bit of refereeing and linesman, and some of that clubs doing there, like your Linlithgow, your Bonnie Riggs. 
are run a lot better than some of the professional aye, clubs aye, are, the league clubs are. Yeah. I think we'll see a big shift in some of that teams that you probably watched, aye. have watched, will be coming through the leagues before long. I would yeah. think. It's a shame it's such a bottleneck, mm. like, because it's going to take like 10, take 15, time, 10 15 years before, you know, you're going to get rid of your Forfars, your Stenhouse Muirs, and that. It was there needed, though, in Scottish football, for sure. Definitely. It's not happened quick enough. You, you look at East Stirling sitting bottom of the league for five years in a row. Aye. Even even the Highland League likes it for for William had plenty of chances. I know yeah. it's it's sad to see them out of the Highland League yeah. finishing bottom ridiculous numbers every year Aye. and then getting relegated. It's, exactly, it's not right, really. Exactly, it's never right. So, but the, like you see, Darvel beating Aberdeen, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're not a tier six club. They're not. They are a no. name, but they are in position, but they're nay. But they wouldn't be in the next 10 years. No, nah, they'll go up and they'll go up again. They'll go and the thing mm. is, they've got the money to pump more money than they're already Aye. pumping in yeah. to go up and up. Well, you've so. even seen it with Cove, although they've probably jumped a league maybe just a bit Aye, too fast, but they've, again, they're right yeah. up the championship already. Yeah. Who'd have thought that? <laughs> yeah. But I think the pyramid's the best thing that's ever happened in Scottish football in my time. Definitely, like you, you, sl- you slate Scottish football for a lot of decisions, but you can't slate that no. because it's also opened up. Like Darvel were a nobody before, mm-hmm. and they thought, you know what? And the boy John Gall, he's a bit of a tosser, but <laughs> he he uh, he's went right. You know what? I can make a local team mm-hmm. look good, be Aye. successful, and we'll get them up. And then obviously that'll make Ockenlake Talbot look and go, oh, you know what? We need they to spend a bit. Uh, and mm. then Pollock are going, oh, well, hold on a sec. And that's another team that's yeah. in here and we want to go. So, Aye, for it's, sure. It's definitely good. Sure the landscape and, will be a lot different with yeah. time. But the, the problem is, up here, mm. there's no ambition. No. Nobody can go up here. No, very, very, well, very loose sort of uh, playoff things Aye. new, but. Obviously, Banks said he got out of juniors, but fast going to follow it in this year. Nobody can I think Bridget are maybe looking at it, but Dice must be see their mm-hmm. setup and all that. They they must be Dice have always struck aye. me as a well run club and ever have been there. Like we were there a couple of weeks ago, Friday night under the lights. It's, aye. it's a nice aye. park. Like although <laughs> I had the worst playing memory there. I think we got beat eleven nil. I was in goals. Aye. Every shot went in. I've got one of my favourite playing memories there uh-huh. when I was playing juniors. Boy Martin Duncan for us running up a wing past the dugouts, oh, and a boy ran off a off a dice bench, <laughs> two footed them. <laughs> uh, uh, cracking, but no, nah, there doesn't seem to be ambition there, and it's like they just joined the pyramid to mm. not feel left out. Aye. So, so uh, your travels have obviously not just taking you to Scotland. You've, I think, you tell me sixteen countries now. You've been to see games. In. Aye, sixteen as I. Uh, that started with, well, saying that, like I didn't always hate the English Premier League like <laughs> I do now. I just think it's it's gone beyond football now. It's Aye. like showbiz now. It's, it's getting mayor and mayor. I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of the NFL, Aye. but. And I want my Fitbit to go like that. Yeah. And that the Premier League has gone a bit like that. Yeah, and the mayor and mayor big owners that are taking our clubs. It's exactly. going to be a and the the hell European Super League's a yeah a dangerous thing, you know. Exactly, but the uh, looking at back how old I've been probably early twenties. I did watch it mm. and I did go down to it. So I uh, was doing English game like I'd been to Old Trafford, mm-hmm. Fulham. I'd been to. Um, Newcastle, but the first one like deliberately to go out of Scotland to watch a game was Cardiff City okay. against Sheffield Wednesday in the Championship. Oh, yeah. Another mad day. 
<laughs> som er decent stories. Um, it's in the book. Uh-huh. But it was, uh, it was actually just to go to the boxing originally, because okay. it was a few of the Ellen Thistle boys in the pub. Oh, we'll, go, uh, we'll go somewhere different. Where can we go? And I goes, oh, Joe Carl's Aggie's fighting in April. Right, Aye. that's what we'll do. But it turned out Cardiff are at home as well. So we got to the old Ninian Park. Okay, yeah. Crumbling wreck, but one of them. Like, <laughs> Good atmosphere you know, oh, in there. Oh, oh, the atmosphere was brilliant. Uh, even before kick-off, just as the fans were Aye. going in, it was a brilliant atmosphere. But unfortunately, it's no more. So Aye. that was a, a cracking day. Cracking day that, and very boozy. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, <laughs> dying at work. <laughs> Um, now you must have some cracking stories to tell for across the continent as well, and I can that you wrote a few doing. Um, one you were involved in a riot. Aye, <laughs> well, I've seen one and I've seen been, one, uh, and uh, been caught in one. I, uh, the one I saw was uh, Czech Republic. Okay, and uh, went to see Sparta Prague v uh, Banakostrava. Oh, boy. and. I was warned about it in the pub before because I was wearing an Aberdeen Turi and they were uh-huh. like, oh, you can't wear that. If any Bannock fans see that, they'll uh-huh. take it. It's a trophy. Anything that's not them, it's a trophy. I didn't pay any attention to it. But once in the ground, they uh, they went up 1-0, so their fans were all happy. They were kind of in the corner. It was uh-huh. a good number of them for a Friday night. It was a decent crowd. And then they eventually went down 2-1 and then they started throwing flares and the flares actually lit the seats. Okay. So the stand went on fire. So the police waded in, and honestly, it went on for, I don't know, Aye. 12 minutes or something it did, and the referee just let it go. And Aye. Aye, the Play players, oh, it was incredible <laughs> what was going on in the corner, but the game's still going, Aye. and they were fighting, battling the police, the law, it was something else. <laughs> uh, eventually the police went in, and they pulled down all their flags, and it, obviously it's a red rag to a bull, so... Honestly, it was like a royal rumble. <laughs> Police be the fans, and eventually a flare hit a, a ball boy, oh. and I, that's when the referee went, "Ah, you that's know what? Enough, ah, that's enough. Enough. Take the players off." <laughs> so the players were off for until that calmed down. Came Aye. back out, played the last two minutes of the half, and then. But the one I got caught up in was fourth year German football of all places. It was in a Oberhausen. Okay. It was a Rottweiss Oberhausen, and their biggest rivals are Rottweiss Essen, which okay. is only like six mile away. Aye. And it was, it was through work I'd heard about this game And I wanted to go Well it was Essen fans I'd spoke to aye, Of course aye. So I wanted to go to the game But I was offshore for the one in Essen But I was aye. onshore for Oberhausen So I okay. thought you know what I'll do it in go reverse uh-huh. So went to the game Oberhausen Not much to see there So a few beers whatever Went to the ground Proper old school kind of It was obviously a bowl at one point mm-hmm. That's been done up aye, aye. And uh, watched the game Game was really good It was probably on par with the championship here aye, okay. aye, Seriously It was good football On the deck The away fans Pyro the, oh, You know aye. It was an ace uh-huh. atmosphere I think it was 6,000 there aye. Fourth year That's a regional league As they call them aye. And uh, So Watched the game I was like Oh that was brilliant Got on the bus And funnily enough I'd booked that trip deliberately So I didn't have to This was in my Falling out with Aberdeen phase mm. And Aberdeen were playing Celtic At the Parkhead okay. And I saw it at Pataudry. And if Celtic won, they won the league, and I was like, I'm not watching that, not <laughs> a chance. They'll just lay down to them. Aye. So I went abroad instead. But I got on the bus back there, there's like three shuttles. Mm-hmm. So I got on the bus, and a German told me, because I had an Aberdeen hat on, and a German actually told me the score. I didn't even look it up, because I was that, I, I knew what was going to happen. Turns Aye. out Aberdeen laid down, got their bellies tickled, Celtic mm-hmm. won the league at But uh, So I got back to the train station, picked up my bag. 
because I was going straight on a train back to Skiphol because I'd been in mm. the Netherlands the night before at uh, FC20. And uh, there seems a police going about, so I'm just sitting outside the train station, having a couple of beers, just waiting, you know, oh, that was a good weekend, you know, looking back and things going, oh, great. Walks into the train station, Rockfield Essen fans all over the place, and it clicked in my head, I thought, <laughs> oh, I need to go through Essen on the uh, way back. Uh, and I'm wearing a, I bought an overhousing top, uh, and I had it on, I was like, oh, phew, zipped up my jacket, <laughs> right, fine. Got on the platform, and they're all boozy, they're all, you know, bit rowdy so uh, I'll go up the other end of the platform and just wait myself I pawed in cracked a beer <laughs> this drunken boy comes up to me and starts speaking away because it was an Aberdeen tracksuit uh, uh, it was a track top and uh, he says what are you doing here so I told him I says oh, I'm just just watch random football oh, okay he goes oh, I fucking hate overhousing but when he starts shouting at the top of his voice I was like oh god of all the people I want next to him it's him <laughs> and then all of a sudden these bottles came flying mm-hmm. like over the top smashing all over the platform I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Next thing I know, there's guys running down the track. I'm like, oh, God. So they've gone past me and I'm, I'm hiding. And they've just gone straight for the SM fans. And obviously uh, there's a rumble. Uh-huh. But then there's another mob come in at like the main entrance and they've came up on the wrong platform, back down the stairs, but up the next platform, they've got it wrong again. <laughs> just, it was brilliant to watch, even though I'm starting to a panic. A comedy sketch. Yeah. I, I'm panicking at this point, but going, that's quite funny. Uh, <laughs> and they're up and they finally got up and they start fighting, start fighting. And then my train turns up. <laughs> But folk unloaded off the train, it was more of them fighting <laughs> on the platform. I'm like, what if eventually a copper gets a hold of me and he's pinned me up against the wall. I'm like, what? And he's speaking in German. I'm going, oh, I don't speak German, don't speak German. What, what, what can I do? And he's hitting me, I was trunching in my back. I'm like, just speak to me in English, do something. So eventually, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I says, oh, just here to watch football. Oh, no, no, you're here. Oh, you're, whatever you're saying. All right. And there was like a smoking cabin, like a perspex uh, shed. Mm-hmm. And they were chucking folk in there, so he chucked me in there. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And my train's sitting there. I'm going, I'm going to be stuck in Germany here, probably <laughs> in a cell. <laughs> so there's a boy guarding the door, and I'm trying to get my phone out to show him the photos of like, me being at uh, football, just to say, look, I'm just here. I'm like a tourist, basically. Look, look. So he's hitting my hand, hitting my hand, so I can't get, because he obviously, uh, I must have had a gun, gun in my pocket. <laughs> so he's battering my hand. My hand's bleeding. Eventually, he's uh, another guy comes, mere stripes on the shoulder. Oh, and uh, things had calmed down a bit by this point. So he starts speaking away at me. He says, oh, why are you here? I says, oh, I was in Enschede yesterday. I'm just here for the fit by night. I'm supposed to be going to skip or fly home today. I've missed my train now. I goes, I want to get back to Scotland. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Goes away on his radio. Comes back and says, look, for the trouble we've caused you, we've got you a hotel. I goes, oh, that's nice. As far as that, just outside. No, no, Gilson Kirkin. <laughs> it's not far away but still it's still a pain it's, it's, a, it's a train to get there so I, I got stuck in Gelsenkirk and because I was caught up in a riot between two fans I had nothing to do with <laughs> the joys of travelling across uh, Europe <laughs> exactly and, but th- when I came away from it I was like that was magic <laughs> you know what I mean once you are sitting in that hotel because it was full of Schalke fans cause they, oh, were, they, Schalke, were, uh, they were at yeah. home on a Sunday mm. And Schalke are supporters from all over Germany, aye. so there's a lot of fans. Okay. So I was speaking away to them, and they were going, oh, it sounds good, sounds good. I was like, aye, <laughs> need a time. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing to tell, as long as you, aye, you haven't got your head kicked in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sophie, right, it's Noberhausen to, to love triangles in Oslo, if it's that in about. Oh, well. Uh, it's maybe good that Jake's gone to the toilet for a scene. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, no, nothing happened, like, but it was just one of those bizarre ones, like... 
you know Norwegians have got they've got a reputation for being a bit doer, don't they? Uh-huh, you know, you always hear Scandinavians in general. Uh, Scandinavian. uh-huh. I, I don't believe that. I work in Denmark. Mm-hmm. They're they're not. They're yeah. they're pretty dry witted, but they're not. Uh-huh. But I went to Norway. It was a last minute earth. I just thought it was Aberdeen were going to be in Europe, and I was going to be away. Mm-hmm. So I thought, right, I'll jump on a plane and just get a, an away game somewhere. Uh-huh. Where can I go? One plane. That was the rule. Oh, go to Oslo. I'll watch via Renga. So I thought, I'll get to see Oslo as well. Capital Aye. city, it must be magic. Uh-huh. So I went across Friday night, but get the boring bits out of the way. I'd emailed the club like I do every club, mm. how to get tickets and that. And, you know, do you recommend any bars near the ground or whatever? And the boy came back to me and he says, oh, there's a Bohem bar, sports bar. I was like, all right. He goes, that's our clubhouse for our fans. Okay. Their nickname's the Bohemians, which I learned after, so it made sense. Ah, right, okay. I was like, okay, fine. So after getting off the train and that for the airport, I was walking up to my hotel, spies a bar. I was like, oh, you beauty. So Google Maps, right, far about, how far is the hotel? It's like a minute away. Oh, brilliant, I'm right next to <laughs> So I went in on the Friday after seeing a few sites. Aye. Aberdeen Polo top one again, there's a theme here. Uh-huh. I've always got something Aberdeen on. <laughs> and uh, some guys eventually started speaking to me. The next thing I know, they're buying Aquavits and all that. Mm. So I made a few pals on the Friday night. On a Saturday, there was third-tier football, so I went to a game. Then I went to the Viaringa game, and I'd arranged to meet the guys on a Saturday night, oh, in, right. back in, the, yeah, in yeah. the Bohemian bar. And uh, one of the guys is like, oh, okay, Mr. Aberdeen, because that's what they were all calling me. It was like Norm for cheers. <laughs> and uh, he goes, oh, you come sit with us. I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there. There's two women. What nice enough women, speaking away. And I just thought it was a Saturday night out for them. Aye. And the two girls went to the toilet and he went, got you a girl? I was like, all right. <laughs> I don't really want one, like, but he goes, I've got one. He goes, so, I can't mind their names, but just say, blonde hair, that's the one I want, dark right. hair, that's your one. I was like, all right, okay. Fair enough. So, a few aquabeats, a few beers. And uh, eventually, I noticed the blonde ones got an eye for me. And she's making no, like, she's not trying to hide it. <laughs> and this is annoying the boy. Uh-huh. But the dark-haired one's trying to... Okay. So the boy goes out for a fag. And he says, I'll oh, come with me. I was like, okay. And he tells me, and he goes, look, I used to be with her, but I want to be with her now. But I need her to be with you because that means I've got a chance of getting with her. I was like, well, fit. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting down. But then it keeps going, the blonde. I'm like, right. You know what? I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> I'm not in the US. That's what that turns into. Uh, I know, okay. Because I'll end up getting a punch for the boy if something, you know, just not, I'm having nothing to do with this. So <laughs> disappeared after that. But strange one, that. Oh, yeah. I know what I give you too many of the stories in the book, but I think, uh, did I see a chapter on the greatest ever game that you went to? It was actually in Forfa. Aye. Aye. <laughs> what uh, it was a Easter Scotland, it was still junior at the time. Mm. Uh, it was an Easter Scotland uh, Consolation Cup. Okay. Uh, I guess it was before the Midland League. This was before Aye. the Easter Scotland League kicked up. It was when they were all still together. Aye. And uh, it was 4 for West End v Tayport. Okay. And it started off as a cracker because my brother collects pin badges. He's got mm-hmm. on probably the biggest, one of the biggest collections Aye. in Scotland. Surely it's massive. <laughs> so he goes, I don't have a 4 for West End badge. Can you get one? All right, I'll get one. So looking about, nobody's got one, but a few of the Blazers have got them on. Aye, aye. So I says to buy it, look, buy it off your shirt. <laughs> buy it off your lapel. <laughs> aye, all right, how much? Fiver. Oh, I never there. And then his mate goes, oh, I'll be able to get you another one, don't worry. So I managed to buy a badge as soon as I walked in. But I was thinking to myself, why would you be? Tuesday night, you've gone down to 
Easter Scotland consolation cup game and forfeit. <laughs> Best game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Honestly. Brilliant. Uh, tackles flying in all over the shop, like properly flying in. There was no love lost here between the two uh, teams. Um, how did the scoring go? It went 1-0, was it 1-0 Tayport? 1-0. 2-1-4 for West End, 2-2. Two, two. And then, no, it was 2-1 with 87 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, gone, sorry. 2-1, and it finished 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> cool. And then, <laughs> I like, it was taking centre, going straight up. and But last minute winner, and then you think, oh, wow. No, last minute equaliser, but it wasn't it. And then you thought you got a last minute winner, but it wasn't it. And then there was another last minute equaliser. Jesus, how long is this last minute? That was unbelievable. Go on, go on. But it had the best save I've seen in uh-huh. it as well. It, what uh, Tayport scored, and Forfar took centre, and the boy hit it for centre because the keeper was on the edge okay, of the box. Uh-huh. But he didn't loop it, he darted it uh-huh. like, like a javelin. And the keeper's like, whoa. But he turns and he's not even looking at a ball, he's just <laughs> running back to his goal. Dives Superman. horizontally uh, and uppercut. Like I don't know how he saw the ball, but he managed totally. to uppercut the ball from about two yards from his bar up over the bar and out the ground. Amazing! Uh, the best. Save, <laughs> see if it was in the World Cup. You would be speaking uh, about it forever more. It was an unbelievable <laughs> save. But even on the sidelines was a good laugh as well mm-hmm. because uh, one of the forfeit keeper got beaten at his near post. It was a poor goal to give away <laughs> and. Uh, the Tayport fans slating the boy. Aye. But the keeper's dad standing next to him. <laughs> That's my son you're talking about. Wanker, blah, blah, blah. And the boy goes, oh, is it? He goes, oh, you better t- teach him uh, the basics of goalkeeping. What you trying to say? Like, you know, we have a scrap and they're holding them apart. <laughs> and it was just diffused by the Tayport boy going, near post, ucha. And that, that kind of just <laughs> killed it. The, ta- uh, the, the, the forefront dad just kind of went, he's right, actually. <laughs> And that's kind of the that's what you're gonna get in in, in Premier League foot by the that little stories they said and the folk that are invested so heavily in the club they're running that club and yeah. folk don't understand for it tax to run a, a junior club Aye, or exactly and it's uh, you, you get an appreciation for it like you're probably I, working as hard as a, as a Premier League manager but without the yeah, <laughs> the pay exactly like, <laughs> I uh, like my, I say my dad's a secretary Alan Thistle so I've got a mm, bit aye, of how, how hard it is to run an amateur team and how much money aye, it costs aye. and it is it costs a fortune now like it costs a cost of aye. living's up in general but it costs a playing football it's going to kill a lot of teams eventually definitely even definitely. more so and the amateur football this way is pfft, well, it's it's, uh, you know, if I can, the leagues, the amateur welfare leagues I used to play in, there's not even right. yeah, a couple of teams I played for no longer exist. Yeah, just, like, I was looking back, it's um, the end of the eighties. There was like eight divisions of amateurs Aye. in Aberdeen, Aye. and now there's is there two or three now? There's the Premier, the two leagues below it, and the two leagues Aye. below that. They're like eight, uh, north and east, north Regional. and east. Aye. It's unbelievable. There's hardly any teams left. No. That's no good signs up here. No. No. Definitely not. So obviously, uh, you, you've involved your son in your journey now. He's here. He's here with us. Um, that'll change the trips a bit, does it? We well, maybe better get him on and ask him. I'll ask him uh, for his favourite trip as well. His favourite grunt. He's uh, he's, he's locked into his switch here. Like uh, he'll be Mario Kart and probably a wrestling <laughs> one or two. Fits your fits your favourite grunt, Breen. Mine. Uh, I would split this into two answers because mm-hmm. you've got the pro grounds, you've got the kind of mm-hmm. the, the non leagues. Pro grounds, fine, you're the coip, it's okay, something aye. else. Um, but you 
Be nervous. I've never been no. there, but at least uh, I, the atmosphere. I've got a nil-nil in it, typically. Yeah. <laughs> Like you walk up to it and it, it, it's got that aura of history, you know, it's aye, had many aye. European finals, yep. it's had, you know, international finals as well. And it just, and then after the, uh, like the atmosphere created that kick off and that was like spine tingling and stuff. Aye. It was brilliant, like proper yeah, brilliant. And it ended up nil-nil. That reminds me, we took my dad to the, to the new camp for his 50th, me aye. and my brother. Neymar, Suarez, Messi, all playing, hitting a... Hadn't I lost at home in like 20 games? Hadn't I failed to score in about 60? Aye. I got beat 1-0 by Malaga. By Malaga. <laughs> it's, it's funny actually because I've been to three of the most iconic stadiums in Europe. Aye. The San Siro, the Coip and uh, the Ernst Happel. Oh, and I got 0-0 in all three of them. <laughs> so about lower league ground, what were you saying for that? Socket Juniors, aye. Socket Juniors is a belter. Like it's, okay. it's um, more modern. Like I think if I've been there, I think Beechwood Park. I think different side of played them. It's like it's got the nice modern stand, and mm. like, everything's under the stand. Like social okay. clubs under. Oh, it, aye, it's, aye, it's, aye. it's it's really nice. Magic. Another side, it's got a shed, aye. which is actually from Brockville, believe it or not. Okay, but if you stand at that the shed side and look out, it's just the Ocals looking back at you. Aye. It's it's, it's a good thing. Like okay. big fan of Pollock's a belt bell as well. Like that was his hundredth ground okay. Pollock, and he chose it himself, which was a belt that that filled me with pride. I was like, right, you're coming to your hundredth ground. Aye, so expecting you a biggie. Ah, you went Pollock. <laughs> I was like, really, man? Ah, I got Pollock. I was like, brilliant. But that's Pollock. them. So we saw them twice in two weeks away. Okay. I think it was Linlithgow Rose and then yeah, uh, okay. uh, I was a Harlford piss game. <laughs> and uh some two weeks in a row and he always wanted to see them after that, so he chose it. Brilliant. And they were brilliant with him as well. Like they uh, let him on the pitch for a kick about before a game and took oh, him out in the clubhouse and all that. Aye. So that was, uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Are you coming on to tell us your favourite grand Jake? Jake. Well maybe get more sense out of you than your old man, will we? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> your, fit, fit, uh, your dad's saying you've been over 100 grounds now. Fitz, been your favourite in? Um, Dufton. Dufton? Jeepers. I never liked Ghana. Too cool. And then a big slope there, isn't it? <laughs> Why did you like Dufton? Because um, uh, I had plenty of space to kick the ball about. Because <laughs> was there. <laughs> For about, hey, here's the most important thing. For us being the best pie, Jeanfield. Jeanfield. Jeanfield Swift. Take some doings doing there in the, in the pizza cup. Like. <laughs> okay, so last question for you, Jake. Far do you really want to go that you haven't been to yet? Annan. Annan? I've never been there either, actually. Annan. What's their grand card? Galabank, that's right. Oh well. Oh well, hopefully you get done and seen it. Oh. Uh, oh well, we'll get there soon, eh? Yeah. Oh well, thank you, Jake, for coming on. Yeah. We'll let your old man back on. Well, so uh, you've obviously went up over 200. How many are you on now then if, if young Jake's over 100? Must be about 270 something. Two, two, must be approaching 270 because I know. Are you repeating a lot for, I, for Jake? I, like, I, I hardly get a new one just now nah. because the the junior thing that's going on just now that we're aye. doing, if you've noticed that. Okay, aye. It's, you know, Lossy came into league this season. Are they well, came back in. Aye, aye. Well, I'd, never, I'd never been there. Aye. And we went in there and I'd never been there. So when 
Lawson yeah. came, I'd completed them this season, and I said he was looking at the leagues in the car like he does, and he goes, uh, oh, you've been, you've been, you've been, I goes, I've been to them all, and he went, I want to do that. You've been at both different sidings, and I, Canal Park and Virus. Aye, I've, I've played Canal Park, White, and, White and Hills, suspended there, I've played White Hills. <laughs> School Park, it's, aye, uh, aye. interesting. Aye. Um, <laughs> Ah, oh, some belters. Burghead's a cracker. Aye. But, but that's one that's outstanding. He's got four outstanding. Burghead. Okay. So he's got Burghead, East End, uh, Bankray, and the Brock United. Brilliant. But it was it was him that said that I would do them. I thought, you Aye. know what? That'll get me back to places mm-hmm. that I haven't been to in a long, a long time. Like Burghead, yeah. for example. So I'll do that. So it's all about Quality. him, too. He chooses to go and see. So. Aye. Quality. So, Graham, why take the decision to put all this in, in a book if it spurred that one? Uh, well, I work offshore at the time I was in Angola, mm-hmm. and you get a lot of time to yourself offshore. Aye. And I'm, I'm not an unfriendly person, but I like my own time mm-hmm. after, after a shift. You know, uh, like yeah. you've got 12 hours of you know, dealing with people constantly, mm-hmm. so I like my own time. And uh, I'd been doing blogs of the games we'd gone to anyway, mm-hmm. and I'd had people like Moby, for example. Aye. He'd said to me, Actually, you worked alongside Moby, did you? I worked seven years in Angola mm-hmm. with him. And uh, he kept saying to me, You should write a book. Because like, the first thing he would ask would he'd come on after me, like, aye, a week aye. after me or whatever. He'd go, Oh, far were you at when you were at home? And uh, so eventually I started blogging it all. Aye. And he was like, Oh, I'd seen you've been there, seen you've been there. Mm-hmm. You should write a book, you should write yeah, a book. And then other, other folk, like other acquaintances, Aberdeen fans or whatever, you should write a book, you should write a book. Aye. And then. Um, the guys that, um, like, I've got a group chat, it's my brother and two of his pals and me, mm-hmm. and it actually just started out as a, a group chat of posting pictures of players nowadays, and you oh, aye. faz at. Aye. And, <laughs> I don't know, that's what it started, but it's now just a fit by a group chat, really. Aye. And uh, they were always like, everyone's got a book in them. Uh, well, I have to say that, I've just got at least one. Aye, exactly, and... It was top of my bucket list for years. Like, I always wanted to write a book. Not necessarily football, because mm. I'm big into music as well. Mm. The title's actually a play on words of a, of a punk album, of the book, just to have that mention of uh-huh. music in it. But um, I was actually about to write a Highland League book, believe it or not. Okay. And I'd started a project with him of going to games. Mm-hmm. And as I was raking about for other Highland League stories, like from the past of like me doing it myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. I started realising how much stuff I'd wrote down and all this and I thought, you know what, and even like the Red Final articles, I'd done right. a few about travelling there and I thought, you know, I could adjust these to fit. I thought, I've actually got a book on something else here when I was trying to write. Because right. I've always thought there's not enough Highland League books mm-hmm. available. There's not, no. considering how old the league is, there's very little literature on it. No. And uh, I ended up writing this one. <laughs> and then the way it ended up was... The very last day, like the whole premise of the book is, it's 30 years of watching live football. Mm. So from that first game in August 1991 at Petodri against Dunfermline, I went to a game on the last day of the third decade. Mm. And I didn't even realise till months later until Aye. I was doing this reading. And that's where I thought, that's what the book is. It's been 30 years. Yeah. And it turns out I went to East House's Lily on a Friday night with him. And it was the very last day. So like I was starting Aye. my fourth decade the Aye, next okay. day and it just so happened it was my 200th round. Brilliant. Just a pure coincidence. Flip, pure flip. So that's, that's that's where, that's I was like, right, so that's the book. So Aye. how do I structure it from there? And it was, well, I was Aberdeen mm-hmm. and then 
I drifted away from it and uh, other things happened, whether it was lower league Scottish football yeah. and abroad. And I think the book could go on beyond mm-hmm. the 30 years and I think it would turn more into a love of the lower leagues of uh, Scotland yeah. rather than... Because yeah. I don't miss the abroad because the last... Pro, I went to Preston last week, but I was mm-hmm. I was down there. It was circumstantial. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was the week before... Well, I left for Angola and as I went to Angola, COVID really hit the headlines mm-hmm. when I was there. Uh, I was in Holland, well, Netherlands. I was at Vitesse, that was my last game. And I haven't really missed that travelling. Yeah. Happy in Scotland. I'm happy in Scotland. I'm very happy in Scotland. Okay. Well, so there'll be part two to come. I, I think there's three books. <laughs> okay, there's trilogy. Three. I've got because I still want to do the Highland League book at the end of the day. So <laughs> I think there's a follow up to this, and then there'll Aye. be a Highland League. But great. great. But I'm now waiting another thirty years. I'll yeah. be <laughs> lucky if I'm alive. It's sixty-eight. So tell me, how how can listeners get their hands on a copy of the book? Fan, well, fans fans out and. Uh, because also I got an advanced PDF copy aye, to browse through. I've, I've kind of only sc- skimmed it because I didn't know what the K and other stories before aye, you told me enough. the other day, but I'm looking forward to getting a proper redo. Aye, aye, you'll get one up. They're supposed to be delivered this week. Oh, brilliant. Aye. So I'm just waiting for them. They're out of printers. I'm just waiting for them. Aye. And as it was a bucket list thing to start with, the guy that set it all out for me and that, he says, oh, I can sort it out putting it on Amazon and mm-hmm. all that, but I'm trying to get a feel for how many I can sell. Aye, aye. Like myself first aye. before... So and it's done. Well, right. He's a middleman, uh, but it's done all right. Like it's done way better than I thought, and it's never okay. been about no. making money or nothing. It's just no. about I want to write a book, and if one person reads it, I'm a published author, and someone's read my book, well, that's and that's it. it. And we'll, uh, we'll organise buying a sign copy for the, all be for a prize for the, the aye. podcast. Aye. If you want, <laughs> if you want, brilliant. So um, get in touch with you initially, then if, if aye, people want to. Aye, and it's uh, what, you're quite active on Twitter, aren't you? What's your, your handle? Football, football, football bag. bag. Aye. aye, and it's uh, at Giles Graham. Aye. Back to front, cause someone had Graham Giles. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, you can just email at aye. Football Bag Books. Okay. At Yahoo. dot com. Great. And if you want to buy it, just PayPal with that oh, email address. Great. And friends and family. So, Magic. at the moment, but it, 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 there is a ebook. It is okay. designed and all that, and it's got the. Aye. I just need to organise the whole. Because Amazon's, Amazon's not as simple as you think it is. Aye, okay. Because there's different ways to sell, and you lose things if you sell one way and you Aye. don't the other way, and you know it's. it's and we'll uh, record the the audio book for you there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't ask. Who could I get to do that? Ah, you need to do it yourself. It's always better when the author does it. <laughs> so, um, you've done a, as is tradition on the podcast, you've you've done a best at living from me. I think you said it was players you'd seen in the flesh. Aye, well. The best, the best I, at I didn't, know what I, I didn't know if I was going to do Aberdeen or do just who I'd seen. Aye. So I just mixed a, up a hybrid. Ah, it's a hybrid of the both of them. Like so, take us a, a very brief run through who's made your eleven. Uh, Peter Schmeichel, class, the, probably the best keeper of my generation. Buffon's up there, but I think of uh, my time watching football, he was up there. So yeah. I saw I saw him play against Aberdeen. So I saw him in the flesh. Lucky yeah. to see him. Um, Centre halves. I'm lucky here because uh, Lillian Turam is usually a right back uh-huh. when you think about him. But the game <laughs> I saw him, uh, right? but he was, he was more known as a right back. Yeah. But he was centre half when I saw him against Dungeon United. Okay. So at Tanadice. So I managed to get to see Turam. So just seeing Wait. some of that class and 
Mike said our team when I was a, a younger boy was Parma. Parma, you so got Parma. I've, I've got Parma tight top where I come to think of it. And uh, so it was good to see someone that I watched, Aye. you know, when I was younger, thinking, oh, it's magic. Boy. So uh, the next one's a bit more random. His name is Andrea Massiello. Okay. In the book, it talks about Aye. me and my mates trips to Italy uh-huh. every Easter time. And we went to Atalanta v Inter. Okay. Uh, it was nil nil as well, actually, but it was a very must very have done good job. It was, high. <laughs> it was a very very good nil nil. It was a crack. It was end to end, but just you That's know, great saves, aye, great defense. It was really good. But this guy, I'd never heard of him before, <laughs> and uh, he was up against Ivan Perisic, and Perisic couldn't get couldn't get, get a past, sniff. Couldn't no. get a sniff. The boy never went to ground once, and Perisic was so annoyed. You could see he swapped sides <laughs> with the boy Mario Cardi, uh-huh. and. He took him to the cleaners as well. Aye. Nobody, like, can people Class. use the word colossus? Aye. Like, if I could describe his performance, he was a colossus that night. Wally. Wally. But he didn't last there long. He ended up at Genoa and relegated and that. So, mm. there you go. But just on performance alone, that's not just because I've seen him. It's not Aye. like Turam where, oh, yeah, man, yeah. that was pure performance. performance yeah. Um, left back, Dennis Irwin. Magic. The guy's absolutely Most underrated player in that United 90s team. Absolutely, Absolutely amazing. Class, just a fair game of them. Yeah, just a brilliant football player. And uh, yeah, I, I don't need to say more. Mr. Dependable, that's a cliched one to call him, is it? And that again, that was Aberdeen. I saw him mm. against midfield. I'll leave the middle one or last because <laughs> uh, it's random as well. But um, Shinji Kagawa, I uh-huh. saw him playing for uh, Borussia Dortmund mm. and it was a record Champions League game. Eight okay. four against the oh, uh, Legia Warsaw mm. and class that night was he? Oh, that was like a, it was like an exhibition game. It wasn't very competitive, but Aye. watching him, he Don't was a, he was still. a ten in champ manager. Like he was, he was Aye. just running the show. Absolutely brilliant. He got slated at Man United. He didn't, Aye, he didn't really get, the best of time. At United. No, he didn't get a chance really. No, but he was fantastic that night. Like yeah, I think he got four assists that night. <laughs> um, Jim Bet, quality, just absolute. See, see the thing about Jim Bet is You know like over time I would say it about myself I'd never get away with playing fit by now Because mm. I was just a hidaba, right? You know I was an enforcer You, <laughs> aye, you aye. don't get away with that now Jim Bet could still play in the modern game aye. You could put him in a midfield And he could still do what He'll glide about Yeah exactly <laughs> And he could still ping his passes Still, aye. You know he yeah. could still create everything Probably still, better now with the pitches And the time you'd get on the ball Exactly probably <laughs> So Jim Betts in there. He uh-huh. was my f- he was my first favourite Aberdeen player. So he's got to go in. Grant. Uh, middle of the midfield, Danny Murphy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, funny you laugh because Abdi laughs at uh, this one. Uh, went to Fulham Wolves uh-huh. at Craven Cottage. My mate had moved down to London. He got a season ticket at uh, Fulham, so okay. we went to see Fulham Wolves. Uh-huh. Honestly, the boy was phenomenal. And in the Jim Bet mould, just Aye. everything was going Aye. through him. He was pinging passes, straight defeat, you know, everything was just perfect. Everything he did was perfect that day. Oh. And Wolves went up 1 0, and Fulham just kept going, and everything was going. And you could see him as a captain, and he was firing up the team, and everything. You could see it. You just, he was the man. And they ended up winning in the last minute as well. But what a performance. Probably the best performance I've seen in the flesh. Okay. Danny Murphy, of all people. <laughs> Uh, going back to my Don's days and uh, in good company with this guy because I've now been on this podcast and That's so is right, he, right, so yeah. is he mm-hmm. uh, Mr Ian Jess 
Yes. Just a fantastic football player all around. Just, I don't know. He's uh, probably your generation who watching Aberdeen, their fans, kind of hero, is he? Yeah, exactly. That, that kind of yeah. era. Yeah, exactly. And he also scored that kind of goal at Ibrox, the uh-huh. one where he runs half a length of the park. Smashed it in. That was on my birthday, so that buys him even more oh, brownie well. points because it was on my birthday. <laughs> well, he was, he's just... How much would he be worth now? Like he'd be the kind of players that your English teams would be looking for, even your oh, Italian right. teams now. Like, ah, he'd have. He, he probably, when he went south, joined the wrong club. Yeah, yeah. It never really happened for him, but he, he probably could have went somewhere else. Yeah. But yeah, well, and he came back. But do you mind when he scored the goal that kept Coventry up in the commentator? Aye, called I'm him Owen Jess. Owen, <laughs> he's just scored one of the biggest goals of his career. And he was called Owen Jess. Uh-huh. Um. Up front, Ronaldinho. Again, this was Tanadice. I was lucky enough to see Ronaldinho. And I'm going to say something that's probably controversial to other people. Give me watching Ronaldinho 100 times out of 100 over Messi and Aye. Ronaldo. Football's about being entertained. Mm-hmm. And that guy entertained you every single game he played. Aye. It was just... And he, it was fun Like Aye. watching him was fun And there's never been a player well, He was a one-off Yeah Sorry that's a lie actually Because Batty Stuta <laughs> But um, Like I would tune into Barcelona games Aye. Every time they were on the TV To watch him Aye. Just like Aye. I did with Batty Stuta Back in Italia days When Fiorentina were yeah. on I would watch him Because But he made me want to watch Barcelona Aye. Like I didn't watch Barcelona To see Barcelona I watched him Watch Ronaldinho Because he was fantastic Class. Yeah and I was lucky to see him. And then and his strike partner, uh-huh. he'll, be, he'll be laying him on a plate to this <laughs> beautiful ginger man, Mister Duncan Shearer. Uh-huh. Scored one of the best goals you've ever seen. I think the I greatest goal I've ever seen. Uh, overhead kick. The overhead kick against Dungeon United. That's the best goal I've seen. Golly. But yeah, uh, I was at the age. You know what I mean? Like your top scorer is going to be your favourite. Well, Aye. you know he's always going to be one that sticks out for yep. life when you're mm-hmm. at that age. And Duncan Shearer was a man back then. Quality. Also scored my first cup final as well, which oh, he shouldn't have been playing, and he was only playing. Scott Booth was injured, uh, so uh, well there we go. Now you actually um, you missed it your right back. Oh, I missed it my right back. <laughs> oh, aye, good point. Javier Zanetti, uh-huh. you probably saw him this game. Okay, Scotland Argentina friendly. Uh, Hamden, that's right. Mm-hmm. Aye, Maradona was a manager. Maradona aye. was a manager, and uh, we only went to that game because. My pal, it was after an El Thistle game, and one of the players says, I'd love to go to that game. Aye. I says, Look, I'll be able to get tickets for that. I goes, If I buy you tickets, you drive, and that's the deal. Like, you, aye, okay. So we went, and uh, when we saw his name on the kind of scoreboard, mm. it's like, Oh, so Javier's an ex player, but 35, must be centre half here. <laughs> nope, uh, right, back, right back, bombing up uh-huh. and down the line all night. He's not called a tractor for nothing no. with his engine, <laughs> but he was brilliant. But again, it also goes back, he's kind of like Lillian Turam as well. Aye. He was one of those seri- uh, the football yeah. Italia players yep. that it was always magic. And you thought, oh, he's a great player. And then I finally got to see him. So, Grand. Some team that. Aye. Yeah, if they were on their prime, they'd, they'd be Champions League challengers for sure. Aye, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Jim Betts, isn't it? Aye. He did it almost all himself. Danny Murphy might struggle in the, in the Champions League. Like. <laughs> Uh, okay, I was uh, finish up uh, the podcast with just some quick fire questions, as you'll as you'll know. Okay. Uh, I might have tweaked them a wee bit, but there we go. Um, one thing that you would change about football to improve it? 
I think the obvious one's VAR. Right. I just, yeah, you don't get that in the, in the lower leagues. No, you don't get that in the lower <laughs> leagues. No, you don't. But uh, no, I tell you what else I would change. Actually, people's attitudes towards lower league football. Aye. Like taking out if I'm going to what I watch. Aye. Like people like kind of sneer at you when you say where you're going to watch football or you know they're like why would you watch that like, I hate that attitude I hate it and it's why why drive in four years to go watch Rangers at Ibrox when you can aye, go and exactly. watch a different veil a different side aye, exactly and it kind of goes as well like I've, I've had it in my foreign journeys as well mm. where like Norway for example the first thing I did was I went for a pint aye. after the train and I'm speaking to the barman, he's got a Man United scarf behind him. I says, so why you got a Man United scarf? Because our football's shit. Aye. But you Aye. hear that, I've heard that in too many places. It's not getting proof of people then I go and watch exactly. him, spend their money in exactly. it. <laughs> and the thing is, people don't even realise that for six quid, Aye. a free kid usually, mm-hmm. your pies and that's probably going to cost you a tenner. If tenner for your day. And you could come, well, you could have a four for a West End v Tayport. There you go. So... Uh, okay, so if they're to make a movie of your book of your life, then uh, who do you want to play you? Oof. Who would I have? Uh, what a question that is. <laughs> and I've heard you ask it to other people, so I really should have thought this through. <laughs> um, I'll go Keanu Reeves. He's dark haired. He's uh, he let it cut his hair. Ah, uh, he, he let it cut it a bit. He's a bit stubbly. Plus, plus he's in Bill and Ted, so uh, it'd be boy. good to be played by either Bill or Ted. So, okay, uh, one ground that you've never been to, but you need to visit before you die: the Luigi Ferrari in Genoa. Because okay. and we were actually booked up. That was our next okay, Italy, Italy trip, but Corona kiboshed ah. it. Mm. So we were going to do that in the Turin Derby that weekend, but quality Corona got in the way. So, but it's a it's we'll a rescheduled. Uh, one day we'll go. Okay, if you could bottle one moment of your travels to relive, what would it be? Out with Aberdeen. Well, okay, let's go out with Aberdeen. Out with Aberdeen. Watching four for West End Tapeport again. <laughs> I seriously, I that's a replay. I just to see it again. Okay. Um, now it's just thinking about your your uh, footballing days. Just to to, to finish up, what uh, pro player, past or present, did you base your style, attribute, and personality on the pitch? I didn't base it on anyone <laughs> really, but I was a bit Paulo Montero. Okay. Like, I like. I was a bit destroyer. Aye, pretty much. But, you say that with a grimace. I, I, I wouldn't get away with it now. Like, there no. was a few times I walked off the pitch and my dad was looking at me going, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so. Great. Well, uh, Graham, thank you very much. That's uh, an hour flown in. I'm sure we could have talked for a lot longer, but uh, just uh, remind us all before we go how, we, how they can get your, their hands on your book. Well, at the moment, uh, you can check out my Twitter, which is Fitballbag or Giles Graham. It's G-R-A-E-M-E it is. Mm. Um, or you can just go on to PayPal and it's at, it's footballbagbooks at yahoo.com yep. and PayPal at their friends and family or just DM me on Twitter just now or use that email address and email me directly. Right. So, But hopefully it goes on Amazon and that. Like The way it's selling just now, it's done all right. Yeah. So way, way beyond the expectations, so... Great. And they should be posted this week. Okay. Grant, well, thank you very much for, for coming through. No, Appreciate thank you. It. I'm uh, very chuffed I'm on this because, as I say, it's, uh, 
the one that made me start listening to podcasts. Oh, there we go. And claim, claim to fame. And also, you've had a <laughs> European Cup winner on as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Des Bremner has been on, and so have I. There we go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. A huge, huge thanks to Graham for coming on the show, and of course to Jake for his input too. Having read the majority of the book now, I'd thoroughly recommend Scottish football fans, particularly those with a passion for the lower leagues, that they give it a read. Thanks once again for listening, and remember, you can follow Beyond Canal Park on Facebook, Instagram and on Twitter for up-to-date news and competitions, or just to generally interact with us. Always happy to receive guest suggestions, etc. for the podcast too, through the mediums. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple, Spotify or Anchor so you never miss a new episode again. Leave us a review there too if you like what you hear. Right, that's your lot for this week. Bye for now.